the Titans, the Mount Rushmore players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see Giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. And welcome to another wonderful episode of No Butts About It. I'm your host, Josh Butts. Uh, I don't know where he's going to appear on your screen, but right now he is below me. Uh, that is Chuss drinking water in his basement in Pittsburgh. So uh, welcome, Chuss. Thank you for coming back. You were not able to make it to the last episode when me and Stan the Jet fan talked about Aaron Rodgers being a New York Jet. Um you know, real quick, what do you think about that? You don't need to go super in depth, but who do you think won that trade? Um, I it's you know I I, I want to apologize also to all the the people watching. The reason I couldn't make it was because my uh my good old friend he uh, turned twenty one about like two and a half weeks ago, and we couldn't you know schedule a time to meet because of me finishing up school for this semester and him finishing up school this semester. So yesterday or Monday was like our first time together in like multiple weeks for, to celebrate his twenty first. But going to the Aaron Rodgers situation um you know i think in a way i want to say that green bay could have won the trade here but also i could have said that the jets could have won the trade too i mean those are the options i i think that the jets probably won out a little bit here well i don't think green bay did just because you're losing aaron Rodgers and a bunch of other picks plus you know the Jets gain a quarterback that has tenure and a lot of experience and stuff. Now Green Bay's left with hoping that love actually produces. So I, I think the Jets won out here. You know, I'm not going to go super in detail about it because I wasn't on the show. But yeah, it could have been the Packers. But a lot of people have said, oh, the Packers could have won the trade. But I don't really see a benefit in it. So I think the Jets won out here. All right. So if you do want to see or hear more about that, though, me and Stan the Jet fan did talk about that trade the night that it happened. Uh, that video is over on our channel. Uh, no buts about it. You can go ahead and find it. There's a picture of Aaron Rodgers in a Jets uniform. Stan and me are the thumbnail. It's pretty easy to find. And we discuss. it's about 20 or so minutes long about who won that trade. We both give our reasons for what we believe. So go check that out. Uh, you've probably guessed by now at this point, we're going to do one last first round mock draft. And this is Chuss's janky little uh, website that he uses that I had to put onto a word document, but we'll, it's not janky. It's, it's janky. It's NFT, NFL mock draft database. And at least I don't have to pay for a stupid subscription on PFF mock simulator. PFF isn't stupid. We love our friends over at PFF. Chuss is just happy that I, I have, I, I'm the one that pays for it. Yeah. And I don't pay for it. And <laughs> I wasn't, I didn't have to pay for it like three months ago. And then I now have to pay for it. So I'm using good old reliable here. NF user 
our uh, nfmockdraftdatabase.com, which isn't janky. I've used it in a lot of other draft mocks that we've done. So um, I actually used this for what would have been for the Cardinal Rule uh, live stream that we did not too long ago, but I was not able to make it for that either. Just, you know, I'm just a busy guy. You so, are. But yeah. So you want if, me to get. Seeing if I could find a pen and I couldn't. Um, but yeah, you are a busy guy. But let's let's see what you've got here. Uh, who Who's this? This. Who's that? Yeah, Mr. Bryce Young here. You got him going to the Carolina Panthers? Yeah, you know, it's the reason I picked Bryce Young to go to Carolina is just because I think he's the overall, probably him and C.J. Stroud are probably the two best quarterbacks coming out of this draft here. And I feel like for Carolina to go for, like, Anthony Richardson or any other quarterback, I feel like it would be kind of foolish considering they have the option to get Bryce Young or Stroud. And I'll get why I'll get in why I picked Stroud for Houston in a minute, but I'm kind of hoping that this happens the way that it will, just because I think Houston could really benefit a little bit from Stroud. But the reason I picked Bryce Young is just overall great quarterback. He's just did really solid over in uh, Alabama. I just think that you know Carolina would be a fool to, to pick anybody else. Same with uh, Houston with C.J. Stroud going to pick number two here. It's you know, two of the top best quarterbacks in the draft, probably. And, you know, Will Levis and Anthony Richardson. I'm still really not high on Anthony Richardson and kind of looking more into Will Levis. You know, I don't think he is as capable compared to Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. I, th I think that, you know, there is the possibility, obviously, you know, that Will Levis or Anthony Richardson do really well. But right now, I'm very sold on these two guys. And I think Houston would be really well off with C.J. Stroud because of a pick that's coming up later. And I'll get into that in a little bit because I think if they get Stroud, it could really help out a little bit. Mm, I with, see what uh, you're doing. I see what you're doing. Yeah. So so third overall pick, I'm sticking with uh, Will Anderson, Jr., edge rusher for Alabama for the Arizona and Cardinals. For the audio people, that's the Cardinals have the third overall pick. Yeah, Cardinals have the third overall pick. I picked him in, I think, a mock draft about a month ago. I don't think I ever ended up talking about it too much on the show or anything, but I think Will Anderson will be a great edge rusher for Arizona. I think it will really help on their defensive, their their defense and whatnot. You know, I think you could trade with that. I mean, I know uh, Carolina – or not Carolina. Arizona could have used a lot more, you know, help in some other areas. But I think, you know, I didn't do any trades or anything. I just kind of went down as if no trades happened which is not likely to happen, but we're just going to go with it as if nothing happens. So Will Anderson, I think, would be the best pick for Arizona in this case scenario. I think I'm going to just keep running with him. He's currently the favorite. Now, I picked uh, for the Indianapolis Colts in the fourth overall pick. I picked the guy that I'm not very high on, but I think the Colts will pick him being Anthony Richardson. I, I think that with you know, Anthony Richardson, I think he is a little bit better than Will Levis in some aspects, and a lot of people are very high on him. I personally would have picked Will Levis for the Colts over over Anthony Richardson. Sorry, I'm just... I'm trying to, like, minute. move your draft I don't know what around, too. Yeah, I, but Anthony Richardson, I, I think, is, you know, he's a solid quarterback and, or not the most solid quarterback i kind of want to backtrack a little bit here he's i definitely think he needs improvement but i think for what indianapolis is looking for i think he would be a solid addition for them and i think that they'll probably pass up on will levis at this point and they need a quarterback 
that's probably potentially going to be the future. So if you develop Anthony Richardson over the next couple of years, like I'm hoping that a lot of these teams decide to do with these quarterbacks instead of having them just thrown right in, which I know Houston's probably going to throw Stroud right in and Bryce Young probably get thrown right in for Carolina. But I think Anthony Richardson to Indianapolis probably would happen because they still need a quarterback and it doesn't look like Lamar's going, uh, going to uh, Indianapolis anymore. Like we talked about on the show earlier he's he's gonna it's uh, gonna happen it's gonna happen we'll, we'll see but in the meantime if nothing happens in the next week they're probably gonna stick with anthony richardson um so fifth overall seattle you know i think they need some uh some defensive line help so i picked jalen carter i know he has a lot of uh some over like over bad history that he's had with racing and whatnot but i'm hoping that with <laughs> Do you know about that? I'm hoping. I do. He got arrested for a DUI and killing two people, allegedly. Allegedly. I thought it was racing. I didn't think he it was. He was racing and it resulted in a car crash, which killed two people, allegedly. Yeah, but he wasn't He wasn't directly and he, he was involved, but he, he wasn't said the he one wasn't that... there when the people died, but he wasn't. Yeah. You made it sound like he's a bad, like, professional nascar driver or something no he no he's not no no what no no i don't watch nascar for one but also for two i he has a lot of history some bad history you know a lot of alleged things happening and whatnot and he had that whole incident but i don't think it should plummet his draft stock too much you know since he it wasn't like a henry ruggs incident where although it was you know dui all that crazy stuff he wasn't the one driving 125 miles an hour and killing the person. He was just racing, and then he just kind of drove away. So he was, I don't think he was the one that hit the car, but I don't think it should drop his stock that much. I think Jalen Carter will go to the Seattle Seahawks. So I'm not, um, not going to say anything. I'm... I, I don't – okay, whatever. But I, I don't think it will drop his stock too much. I, I don't. I mean, I agree with you there. I agree with you there. It's the way you're phrasing it that yeah, I mean, you know, I just okay. Jalen Carter, Seattle Seahawks. Who's up next? Okay, so Devin Witherspoon for uh, the Detroit Lions, sixth overall pick. I think he's a solid cornerback for Illinois, and I think he will be a great addition to the Detroit Lions backfield. And you know, he had some solid numbers in Illinois. I think he'd be great in Detroit. Same thing with Christian Gonzalez. I on PFF it had quarterback being the number one issue that the Raiders needed but I disagree I think that they're gonna be able to run with Jimmy G I don't think they're gonna need to draft like a Will Levis or anything like that not right now at least so I think right now you know focus a little bit on some cornerbacks and helping the defense I think a cornerback being uh Christian Gonzalez would be really good I, I feel like either way I think Christian Gonzalez could go to Detroit or Devin Witherspoon could go to Vegas and I think either way it's gonna be a, a good cornerback for both teams but right now I have Christian Gonzalez and in uh, Vegas. And then for Atlanta, I have Tyree Wilson edge for Texas tech. Once again, very solid. And, you know, Atlanta really needs that edge help. So I think that Atlanta will benefit from that. You know, I mean, they're, they're trying to figure out some of their quarterback and all the issues and all the things that they're having to deal with. But I think that they will benefit from an edge rusher Chicago. I think, you know, they need a tackle. I think Justin Fields has been running way too much. I think Chicago should like pick up a little bit because I think Peter Skoronsky will be 
you know, I think he's ranked like 15 or 16 on this user mock draft database. So, you know, they would be reaching a little bit, but I think, you know, they could use tackle. I picked Joey Porter Jr. to go to the Philadelphia Eagles 10th overall. Now, I know he's a favorite for the Steelers, but his stock's been going up a little bit recently. Mm -hmm. And I think that with the need for cornerbacks in a lot of these teams, I think that the Eagles are another team that would really benefit from having a cornerback, that being Joey Porter, because at this point, Joey Porter would probably be one of the best, if not the best cornerback for the 10th overall pick at that very time with, you know, Christian Gonzalez and Devin Witherspoon you know, already getting picked. So I feel like Joey Porter would be the best option for the Eagles. They have a pick later on coming up too. So I think Joey Porter Jr. would be a solid pick because although the Steelers have a lot of bad, you know, times picking cornerbacks, I don't think Joey Porter is that bad of a cornerback. I don't think he is, you know, some generational talent, but I definitely think he would be a solid cornerback, especially for Philly. Now, Tennessee, I had the Titans picking Will Levis. So, and the reason I have that is because there's a lot of up in the air with Ryan Tannehill's future, you know, in, in Tennessee, we really don't know what's going to happen over there. You know, Malik Willis was not that guy. We saw him start two games. He did really bad the one. And I think they beat Houston who that wasn't really, in my opinion, that big of an accomplishment just because Houston had been struggling all year. So I think that trying to get a young guy in that, was drafted first overall and not, or not, or not first overall, but in the first round rather than somebody in the second, third or fourth that you're hoping will work out. I think Will Levis might be that guy. If he's actually projected as high as he is, I hope that it works out for Tennessee getting Will Levis because he's not that bad. He's definitely probably up there with Anthony Richardson. He's no Stroud and he's no young, but I definitely think he has potential. So I think Tennessee would benefit from him. Now with Houston going to the 12th pick for Houston, I don't know if you noticed this or not, I did. but in the second overall pick, C.J. Stroud is a quarterback from Ohio State. Now Houston would be drafting Jackson Smith, wide receiver from Ohio State. And the reason that I had that is just because I think at that point, you know, you're bringing in Stroud with a wide receiver that he's familiar with. Not only do Houston, not only does Houston need a wide receiver, but I think that it would benefit a lot for them to have one of those connections like Burrow and Chase. You know, you have Stroud. He's already he's already a rookie. He's probably already going to start immediately, so might as well throw him in there with a wide receiver he knows. Lu Lucas Van Ness, Edge, Iowa for Green Bay in the 13th overall pick. Once again, you know, Green Bay at this point in time probably could benefit from a quarterback, but with all the quarterbacks going earlier in the rounds, they're going to have to probably stick to defense. I'm picking an edge for Lucas uh, for Green Bay being Lucas Van Ness. I think he's a solid edge. I think he'll be really good for Green Bay. Hopefully, they're able to rebuild rather quickly so that he doesn't leave just like Chase Young having his fifth-year option declined in Washington, which I don't know if you heard that or not, but I that did. just came up I earlier did. I today. Did. We were going to so, talk about that a little later. Yeah, so – so uh, Patriots, 14th overall, Paris Johnson Jr. Definitely could use a tackle over in New England. You know, don't want to stick too much long on this, but Ohio State, Paris Johnson Jr., definitely a solid tackle. Definitely think it could help the Patriots. Same thing with Broderick Jones, uh, offensive tackle for Georgia, very similar to the cornerback situation. Both of those I feel like could be universal. Either team could go and pick either one of those tackles. But I think – I don't know how Stan would feel about it, but I definitely think they could definitely use a tackle specifically just – you know, just to help out that, you know, offensive line and help whatever quarterback, 
that they decide to run, which which would probably be at this point Aaron Rodgers. But with how the Jets carousel quarterbacks have done over the last couple of months, I don't really know. So we'll see how it goes. Hopefully Aaron Rodgers starts in there, but I wouldn't be surprised if week eight they're like, we're going to put in Zach Wilson for fun. So, but we'll, we'll see what happens over there. So anyway, 16th overall pick, Washington Commanders. I think Stanley uh, throw something. <laughs> Bijan Robinson for the commanders you know I could have gone a couple different ways but at this point I had Robinson still available and with all the running back issues that the commanders could have had or that hat that they had last year I think that Robinson might be a pretty solid one considering they had that whole shooting issue and all those other issues with their running backs and whatnot I he think got, he that, got shot he didn't yeah d- just to clarify shooting, for people it, who he don't got know shot yeah shooting issues because yes. he got shot again and we got to tell the whole story though he got shot and then recovered yes. quickly he did not shoot anyone brian robinson yes so for those who don't know because this is supposed so, to help beginner football fans as well so letting them okay, know okay fair fair okay but yes yeah he got shot um, I felt like if I said that pretty bluntly, I feel like you would have laughed. So I figured I would try to kind of narrow it. But yeah, I think a running back would be beneficial. I ain't trying to for... catch a lawsuit. Okay, well, it, it's it's we're not defamation. Uh, it, it's not defamation. Brett Favre might be listening. Whatever, Brett Favre. <laughs> anyway, um, Deontay Banks, cornerback for the Steelers. I don't like when the Steelers draft cornerbacks first round, just because we've had some bad luck with cornerbacks in the past in the first round. But I think Deontay Banks hopefully we'll break the cornerback curse here i think he's a solid cornerback for maryland i really can't see the steelers going for any other type of pick maybe other than branch safety for alabama which would help them but i think they could also wait and maybe get one of the other safeties in the second third or fourth rounds so just kind of leaving it at deontay banks because i definitely think that's what they're going to go with lions nolan smith edge out of georgia definitely think they could use you know just some beefing up on the defense i think they have a pretty overall solid team but adding a really good edge rusher like nolan smith i think is just gonna just put them in a 10 and 7 type position for this coming season so let's hope for the best for those detroit lines am i right right just for alvarado alvarado yeah that's (laughs) so and then tampa bay darnell Wright, offensive tackle tennessee definitely think uh, tampa bay could use a lot of help on literally anything but i think one of the first things that they should you know, decide to start building is their offensive line for whatever quarterback that they run with, which will probably end up being Baker Mayfield, I would assume. Yep, 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 yep. So I think that just building that tackle line will just really help out Baker and just the team in general. And the 20th overall, Miles Murphy, Edge, Clemson. Once again, Seattle definitely could just use some beef up on some defense, but I think they, they definitely have potential if Geno Smith just – continues rolling but if the team is in the same place that they will be next year and they just add an edge to it it might just be a difference maker for them um chargers 21st overall i picked michael mayer tight end on notre dame i know that they said that they really needed a wide receiver at one point but i kind of stuck away from the wide receivers because they do still have some pretty solid wide receivers you know keenan allen's getting older yes but they still have williams and they still have some definitely some people that they could you know benefit from they still have austin eckler and they still have some decent players Until so eckler but i think comes a bangle theoretically speaking for you maybe but i think the tight end would definitely be beneficial for them in this situation just because at that point 
they'll still have some decent wide receivers if they keep Austin Eckler and they add, you know, Mayer as a tight end in the 21st over, I think it could help. But, hey, nothing's happened yet. Nothing's happened yet. This is all hypothetical. No, now, this this will break my heart when it happens, but if it <laughs> happens, the Baltimore Ravens select Jordan Addison, wide receiver out of USC, in the 22nd overall pick. I think that the wide receiver – if wide receivers are needed in Baltimore with Lamar and all of that situation. Granted, I know Lamar wants what he wants, and right now they got Odell, and they wanted who did, else did they want? He wanted somebody else. He wanted Odell or D Hop. Wasn't there a D Hop? Yeah. So I don't think they're going to get D Hop, but in the event that they do, this pick probably would go into oblivion. But more than likely, they wouldn't. They're probably going to go younger. But who better to go with than Jordan Addison, who is projected to be a very top wide receiver coming out of this draft? So I think Jordan Addison would end up going to Baltimore. He falls a little further down the list than a lot of people are projecting him, him between 10 and 20, but I had him 22 just because there's a lot of other team needs in this draft. Going into Minnesota in the 23rd overall pick, Quentin Johnson, wide receiver, TCU. TCU had a great year this year. Granted, they got blown out in the uh, national championship, but nonetheless, they still had a great year. Quentin Johnson really performed well, and I think the Vikings could really benefit from adding another pretty solid wide receiver wide receiver to their core considering some of their wide receivers are getting a little older and just all different types of things so i think quentin johnson would be very cool to see plus he wouldn't have to change colors he would be purple going to purple so that's kind of fun too um so brian branch safety for jacksonville i think it would just help for jacksonville to add another safety to their backfield you know i think once again he could have gotten drafted by the steelers but i think if the steelers decide to go with a cornerback over the safety it'll end up being Brian Branch going to Jacksonville just because there's a lot of other teams that need other types of picks and I I just think Brian Branch might be one of those sleeper picks that fall a little bit and then end up really benefiting a Jacksonville team that already is showing promise so you know very high on the Alabama safeties this coming year I've already talked very highly on Jordan Battle also very high on Brian Branch so I've definitely watched a lot more of his film to be a little bit more higher on him so definitely definitely a good pick for Jacksonville there Giants, Zay Flowers, wide receiver, Boston College. I've seen him play, you know, because he's in the ACC and I'm a big Pitt fan. So seeing him play is very fun to watch. I think he is a pretty solid wide receiver. Definitely deserves to be a late round first rounder. And I think, you know, 25th overall Giants picking Zay Flowers would just benefit Daniel Jones. Hopefully, you know, just because the Giants are very, we don't know kind of situation with their issues with wide receivers. Daniel Jones being hit or miss you know just there's a whole thing going over there in in the Giants but I think if Danny Dimes continues to be throwing dimes I think he could be throwing some Danny Dimes to Zay Flowers so but we'll see uh we'll see what ends up happening 26th overall Dallas Cowboys Dalton Kincaid tight end from Utah just think that that would help a lot out for you know Dallas I think there's a lot of you know room for improvement in Dallas you know I think that they have a very solid team but they are constantly moving around their offense and defense I think throwing a really solid tight end in there with uh, Dalton Kincaid from Utah I think that would just really put them potentially over into that at least into the NFC championship you know if not more just because they were so close very close in that in that uh divisional round but they just came up just a tad short I'm not saying that that would have changed anything if if they would have had a different tight end but it might have made a difference because you know because it just it was very heartbreaking for those Dallas don't, Cowboys don't bad mouth Schultz on my show 
But didn't he? Wasn't he the one that stepped out of bounds? And yeah, then yeah. Made the but play? I like Schultz. Move I, on. I don't get me wrong. I don't. I don't mind Schultz. But listen, could there be a better Dalton coming in? No. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> Next up, Osiris Turrence, offensive line, Florida. 27 Buffalo. I think they could just use some help so that Josh Allen just stops scrambling because he put a quote that he can't scramble forever. And as you know, Josh Allen is getting older. And if he scrambles anymore, he might shatter his leg, just like we think that Lamar is going to. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to throw that in there. So I think a lineman would help a lot for Buffalo. So 27th overall going to Buffalo. And, you know, granted, they could use a lot of other help in some other areas, you know, just some tweaking. Definitely don't think that uh, you want to sleep on them because eventually, eventually, maybe Buffalo will win some sort of Super Bowl. But we'll see. Uh, for your Bengals, as the 28th overall pick, as you're pointing to your hat all excitedly, because I know you're very excited to see what I picked for the Bengals, I picked 28th overall Emmanuel Forbes, cornerback like from pick. Mississippi State. I like State. that pick. Yeah, I mean, I think you guys, you know, I think you guys have a solid team on, you know, just overall, but I think just adding a cornerback just to help out, you know, on those wide receiver coverages and different things like that. I mean, obviously the North is trying to gain a lot more wide receivers, just trying to get help in just all different aspects. So I think Emmanuel Forbes, you know, help cover George Pickens or, you know, Zay Flowers or any of these guys that are coming in, you know, for any of these AFC North, you got to play them twice plus any of the other teams that you got to play over the course of your schedule. I think Emmanuel Forbes will be a solid addition. I'm glad you like that pick. Saints draft Kalijah Canty, defensive lineman from Pitt. I'm very high on Kalijah Canty. Watched him at Pitt. Definitely think he's a solid addition to the New Orleans Saints defensive line. It'll be a matter of time if we see him in New Orleans, but for the time being, I think it would be a solid pick to add for the Saints who are kind of up and down, I guess, more or less. So, Jameer Gibbs, running back, Alabama. I think the Eagles, you know, one of the most weakest things on their offense, I feel like a lot of times ends up being their just random running backs that they have back there. I feel like a lot of teams kind of symbolize a running back with certain teams. I feel like the Eagles have always been that one team that always just kind of had just random running backs here and there. And that's not a bad thing because it worked for them in 2018. 18 i believe when they won the super bowl it was 2017 2018 is right around there and i think it was solid for them you know it worked out but i mean a lot of these other teams like you think of the titans you think of you know you think of derrick henry you think of aaron jones and green bay you know you think of dalvin cook in minnesota i think that you know gibbs has all the potential to be that guy when you think of the eagles so we'll wait and see but you never know derrick henry might be going to the eagles too that's a possibility. As a, I did research it, though. They said that nobody called. So that's why I also picked that pick, okay. too, because right now I didn't Philadelphia – Yeah, the GM said that nobody has called about uh, – the, the GM for Tennessee has said nobody has called about Derrick Henry, not the Eagles, not anyone. So, granted, that could be a lie to cover it up because you never know. You really don't know because we're not insiders. You know, we're not the GMs. We don't really know what's going on behind closed doors. But if that's the case scenario, then Gibbs would be a good pick. But if Derrick Henry does go there in the next day or something, by like tomorrow, I guess, you know, then they might not have to draft a running back. But for now, we'll stick with it. Anton Harrison, offensive tackle, replaces, uh, hopefully replaces in some sort of aspect Orlando Brown. But for now, we'll just see what happens there for the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, But I think Anton Harrison will be good. And then 
last but not least, to help the Steelers out in the 32nd overall pick, Brian Breesey, defensive lineman, Clemson. I think he's going to be a solid pick. You know, I wish it would have been Kalajikansi, but Kalajikansi gets snagged up by New Orleans. But I think the Steelers will be really good with with Brian Brees. You know, I think uh, I think Clemson, you know, showed a lot this year, and I think uh, the defense did really a lot better than they did in 2021 when Kenny Pickett was there. So I think that Brian is going to be a very good pick, and I think the Steelers will benefit from him greatly. So I tried to make that as quick as I possibly could, but since there's 32 picks, it's very hard to elaborate further on a lot of these picks. But I did my best. I know it's already at 27 minutes, but we're hoping that, you know, this episode might have to be cut into two parts. No, no, Josh is going to do a speed run here. I use the okay. all-superior PFF. Um, so first overall, we've got Bryce Young out of Alabama. He was supposed to go and visit a bunch of other teams. But then uh, guess what happened? He he canceled them after visiting with the Carolina Panthers, almost like they said, okay, you're our guy. Don't even worry about it. So I'm going Bryce Young to Carolina. Um, and they've got Andy Dalton right now, so they're probably going to maybe let Andy play a couple games while Bryce gets used to the NFL life. Then uh, second overall, Will Anderson Jr. I think C.J. Stroud slips a little bit. I've been seeing a lot of uh, C.J. Stroud falling even further than what I've got him, but Willie Anderson Jr., uh, Edge, Alabama. So two Alabama boys in a row. Then uh, Peter Skarinski, I have going third overall after the Cardinals traded back. I think that uh, I think that uh, Silver Wolf is going to like what I did. He can't see it, but I have like the entire second and third round. I traded back three times with the Cardinals. So <laughs> Silver Wolf, if you watch this video in the comments, let me know how you feel about having like. 12 second and round second and third round picks uh but peter skarinski tackle for the raiders to protect jimmy g since he's had some injury issues then colts are going to take quarterback cj stroud um solve that issue in case lamar jackson doesn't go there number five seattle i hate it i i don't think it should happen i think he should fall further than this but i don't think he will fall further than that uh Jalen Carter, I, I don't think this is a good pick, but it's what I think will probably happen. Uh, number six, Dalton Kincaid. This was a – they got this from the Matthew Stafford trade, I believe, this pick. And uh, he's going to be the TJ uh, Hawkinson replacement, Dalton Kincaid, because he can't really block, but he can receive like crazy. And uh, so Dalton Kincaid, he's going to the Lions in my pick. Then Chuss's favorite boy, Anthony Richardson, seventh overall pick to the Titans. He is going to be going to Tennessee because I think they want a mobile quarterback. I think that's what they were hoping Malik Willis could be. He wasn't that, and now they've got a chance with Anthony Richardson. They, they've kind of said, hey, we've given up on Malik. Malik sucks. I could have told you that a year ago. I did tell you that a year ago, and – that's uh, where we're at now. We've got Anthony Richardson. Bijan Robinson, I've got him going eighth overall just because, you know, dude's a stud. Dude's a tank. Um, I I think the Falcons need a running back, especially with Cordero Patterson doing, like, everything else. So getting Bijan in the backfield will definitely be helpful. Chicago Bears, I've got them drafting cornerback Devin Witherspoon, who, by the way, is an absolute menace. He... I've seen a couple places where they've got him going in the top three. 
He fell to nine on my draft, and that's okay. This would be a fun matchup here. Jackson Smith Nigba Nijigba going 10th overall to the Eagles. Imagine that. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, uh, Jackson Smith, Najigba matchup. I don't know how to say his last name. I'm probably that's, saying yeah, um, if I say I, it that's wrong. Why I just, that's why I just said when it came up, I just said Jackson Smith. Oh, well, <laughs> I just didn't. Uh, I, I'm sorry if I, I mispronounced wanna, it, Jackson. I, I didn't want to. We've got now, it. finally, we've got the Arizona Cardinals pick, 11th overall. They're taking Christian Gonzalez, who is a stud, as you mentioned before, at the cornerback position. And Finally, I do not understand this, but I've seen Will Levis going first overall in a couple mock drafts. I don't see it. I've seen more reports of scouts who have said, hey, this guy, his personality sucks. We've interviewed with him. We don't want him. And uh, so his personality sucks. His personality Dang. sucks. They're basing that off of personality alone and there's, not skill. I think that means like maturity possibly, but uh, I've got him well, not, falling. He's a young guy. I've got him falling because of it. Um, he's, But he's still going to end up at the Texans. Um, so Texans are still going to end up getting their quarterback, uh, but may not be necessarily who they expect. Then one of your boys, Brian Branch, he's going over to Green Bay uh, with one of the picks that they got for the Aaron Rodgers trade. I believe you also had Paris Johnson Jr. going to the New England Patriots at the tackle position, 14th overall, which is where I've got him as well. I believe I did but let me pull it back up because i closed it by accident i'm pretty sure going uh 15th overall the jets are going to take broderick jones tackle who you may have also had as well so uh yeah i had paris johnson 14th patriots 15th is broderick jones dang we're good wide receiver jordan addison did we have that as well did we get no i had jordan addison wait wait, where did you have him for the giants 16th yeah, no, I had wait, no, 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 I had him, I had him going later to Baltimore. Okay, well, I've got him going 16th up to New York. Uh, I gave you Joey Porter Jr. just because he's been linked to the Steelers like forever because of his dad. If I think if he falls that far, they are going to grab him. Michael Mayer, another tight end. Because you know what? I like tight ends. <laughs> I like the Lions. So, so, so you think the Lions should draft two tight ends in the first round? <laughs> because, well, here's – I'm going to be honest. I mean, I'm not saying that's, I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just I'm saying – I'm pretty sure I messed this up. Interesting. I'm pretty sure okay. I messed this up, but damn it, I'm going to defend it. So okay. here's Go what's going to happen. They're going to draft Dalton Kinkade. Kink- They're going to draft Dalton Kincaid because everyone thinks he's a hot shot. But you know what? I know deep down Michael Mayer is the better player, so that's why I have Michael Mayer going over here, 18th overall. And maybe Dalton can be an extra offensive lineman or something. Maybe he'll learn how to block. But that's what's going to happen for some reason. Two tight ends in the first round. Lions are taking both of them. Collide. <laughs> Okay, cool. can't see over to Tampa Bay. They're going to start rebuilding that defense that was such a big part of their success in the Super Bowl now that they've lost a bunch of guys to free agency. Um, Nolan Smith, another defensive player going to Seattle. Why not? You know, they've got Jalen Carter already, so why not have another Georgia boy? Deontay Banks, cornerback, Chargers, easy money. I should mention, I don't watch college football, so I know very little about most of these guys, but I've read about a little bit on all of them, and so that's why I'm kind of just plugging some of these guys in. 
Uh, Miles Murphy, edge to the Ravens. Emmanuel Forbes, he's a guy I do like. I would be okay with the Bengals taking him, but I think he'll go to the Vikings. Uh, Darnell Wright, he's a guy who one of the Bengals super fans actually got into an argument with, and then he uh, they made up. Like I, I thought he showed a lot of maturity, so now I really like him. Uh, Darnell Wright, tackle, got to protect Trevor Lawrence <coughs> there at the Jaguars. Quinton Johnson, wide receiver, another wide receiver for the New York Giants. Um, they need help there. That one wasn't on perp, or that one wasn't on accident. That one was on purpose. What Quentin Johnson? Put having them draft two wide receivers in the first round. No, I don't think that's a bad idea yeah. considering they're just they just need just... help there. But Tyree Wilson Edge going over to the Cowboys. Uh, I I was surprised he fell this far, but that could be because of I was the one doing the draft. But he fell this far, so he's going to the Cowboys. Anton Harrison, same thought process as you, defending uh, Josh Allen. Dewan Jones, 28th overall, we're defending Joe Burrow. Osiris Torrance, I believe you had him going to the Saints. or I had I had Kalajikansi. I had oh, okay. Okay, Kalajikansi was to the Saints. That's right. John yeah. Michael Schmitz, that's uh, Joe Camo's favorite guy for the Cardinals, but he's going to end up going to the Eagles. Yes, I know they have Jason Kelsey, but Jason Kelsey's getting old. Might as well start developing a guy while you still got Jason at such an important position. And 31st overall, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to draft an edge, Lucas Van Ness, because mm. it wouldn't let me trade the way that I wanted to trade, but that's what happened. And... I don't think most of that will happen, to be honest, because here, here's why. The NFL draft never does what anyone expects it to do. No, Mel Kuyper's, not. Mel Kuyper has been doing this for years, and he never gets it right. So I'm going to be okay with being wrong. And if someone in the comments wants to yell at me for being wrong, that's fine too. If you want to be wrong with me, send us your mock draft, and we'll post it. But – and uh, in the meantime, you know, you just got to get excited because you're hopefully going to have at least one pick, right? Which hopefully will be Bryce Young to the Carolina Panthers. But probably what's going to end up happening is Carolina's just going to be like, you know what, Bryce Young, screw you. We lied to you. We're actually going to go with Will Levis. And everyone's going to be like, what the heck is Carolina even thinking? And it's just, but that's just how the draft works. Oh, well, apparently, now, apparently Will I'm Levis was telling family members that he was being drafted by the Panthers. So, well... See what happens. I guess Anthony Richardson and Stroud must have uh, been telling their <laughs> brothers and sisters and cousins too that they've been uh, drafted by the Carolina Panthers too. Because I guess everybody's going to Carolina at this point. <laughs> Carolina is getting all of the quarterbacks. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on to some exciting news for me. And for you, yeah. For me, not for you. For me, and that hey. is that Joseph Lee Burrow has not been extended. He, They have decided to take his fifth-year option for 2024, which means negotiations are ongoing. I think uh, Monday was like is going to be the deadline for taking the fifth-year option, so they just took it just in case. It also allows us to spread the cap, or us being the Cincinnati Bengals, to spread the cap out a little bit more, um, make sure – we can really get those contracts going for our big boys like T. Higgins, um, Jamar Chase. 
And they didn't take T. Higgins. Uh, well, T. Higgins is a second rounder, so he doesn't have a fifth-year option. But um, I'm expecting an extension pretty soon with that boy. The other guy who was taken, they took his fifth-year option, was uh, Justin Jefferson. So kind of the same thing going on there. Star player, hoping to build around him up in Minnesota. But for now, we're going to keep him on the rookie contract for an extra year. You mentioned earlier Chase Young. They did not take his fifth-year option. Now all of a sudden Bengals fans are like, he's coming to here. That's one where I'm like, ah, we do not need him. We do not need Mr. Chase Young because he gets injured all the time, and it doesn't seem worth it to me. But what do you think about those three? What would you have done differently? Would you have taken their fifth-year option? Would you have just extended them? Well, honestly, I think everything has been solid. I think Joe Burrow getting is, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, getting his fifth-year option instead of worrying about the extension and whatnot. I think that's smart on the Bengals. You know, I, I think that, you know, the uncertainty going into, you know, regardless of the draft and just, you know, free agency and having all this happening all at once and whatnot, I think it was smart for Cincinnati to just to go with that fifth-year option. Same thing with Minnesota. I mean, I kind of figured Minnesota would go with the fifth-year option, and deep down I kind of expected Joe Burrow to get his fifth-year option. I really, not going to lie to you, Josh, I didn't think he was going to get extended. I really thought it was going to be a fifth-year option. You know, I, I and same thing with Minnesota. I thought it was going to be a fifth-year option. I really doubted that they would try to extend them way too quickly on. Granted, do I think that Joe Burrow probably could have gotten an extension? Yes. Do I think Justin Jefferson could have gotten an extension? Maybe. And I only say that just because he's a stud-wide receiver – but wide receivers are interchangeable and they can be almost easily replaced. Now I'm not saying Justin Jefferson is easily replaced, but like, for example, if he gets hurt, you know, this season, it won't be, they could actually take a step back and really consider, will we resign him for as much money as we were going to give him type deal. Whereas Joe Burrow quarterback, he's been a stud and he's been solid. So, you know, you're going to have to extend him at some point, but right now, instead of trying to budge extension deals and all that, just wait. So I think both teams did it good, but I think they both did it for different reasons. I think Washington picking not to take the fifth year option for chase young is huge. And the reason I say that is just because I think, you know, chase young had a lot of potential, but like you said, he's so injury prone and he's probably going to end up as a future player somewhere else, just because, I, I just don't see Washington really trying all that hard to even attempt to re-sign him. So I, I just think that I think Washington's in a weird mode right now, you know, trying to, you know, trading, trading owners and changing all of these things and talking about a potential new arena or new stadium, I should say. I think it's there's a lot of up in the air with Washington right now. And I think that, you know, trying to just rebuild a team you know, around whatever quarterback they decide to go with, you know, because they have a carousel kind of going on over there too. I think that Washington going without Chase Young, I don't think it would be that big of a deal. Now, if somebody was like, oh yeah, you know, you know, Chase Young is like a TJ Watt equivalent and he was a stud over the last couple of years. Don't get me wrong. Chase Young has been really good when he's been healthy. But if, if he would have been like a TJ Watt, I would have been like, ooh. Not taking that fifth-year option is big, especially if you're not trying for an extension. But just declining it all together, I just – honestly, for a Chase Young situation, yeah, I, I think I, – I don't think it's I – think, I think all three teams did it right. I think all three teams did it right. I think so too. 
I'm surprised you didn't have any toxicity. That was actually pretty nice there. Um, I kind of threw you a bone for toxicity, and you said you were really nice during that. I'm proud of you. You're growing. I'm growing? I think. Thank you. Yep, you get the claps. And I hit the right button. I will say I wasn't that toxic during the uh, the draft board either. Yeah. I mean, a, a little bit. I threw some yeah. shots at Lamar and some other people, but also I'm sick of talking about Lamar so much that he just makes me mad. Dude, Lamar but, Jackson is the greatest quarterback to ever play in the NFL. It's ever. just all we've talked about for like two months because he's just so fair weather with what he wants to do. So I just get really annoyed with him. Whereas these three players, Justin Jefferson, Joe Burrow, and Chase Young, I just feel like they're just – you know, Joe Burrow's doing doing what he's got to be doing. Justin Jefferson's been doing what he's got to be doing, and same with Chase Young. He's just been hurt and just trying to get better. I, so I think all three all three players have just been kind of benefiting themselves. So I don't really see a, a reason to be mad at them at all because I feel like this is the first time I've brought up Justin Jefferson at all during the show. I feel like I've barely brought him up at all. Same thing with Chase Young. Joe Burrow we've talked about so yeah. much. So, I mean, but, you know, so no reason to be mad. No reason to be toxic. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe. We can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts and on YouTube at No Butts Show. Our social media pages are No Butts underscore show on Instagram and No Butts Show on TikTok. My Twitter is Josh underscore Butts underscore 2001. And if you would like to reach us, you can email us at bullmoosepodcast2, that's the number two, at gmail.com. Finally, our spread shop will be in the description, so check out the merch. Once again, if you enjoyed today's show, like, comment, and subscribe. Until next time, go do something nice for somebody.